listening to the White Oak Houston podcast, the official podcast of White Oak Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. White Oak exists to help people come alive to the wonder of the gospel and fully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit us online at whiteoakchurch.net. Welcome to the White Oak Houston podcast. This is Pastor John, joined alongside, as always, with Pastor James. And uh, as always, welcome to the White Oak Houston podcast. Uh, One of the things that we normally do on the podcast is we take questions from people or we kind of answer common questions that we get here on the podcast. And yet today we're doing something a little bit different uh, because we're just coming off of a really cool experience called Summer School that we did at White Oak here. Uh, It was basically an eight-week Um, systematic and biblical doctrine course where we looked at the depths of the faith and um, the depths of the scriptures and kind of how it all comes together, kind of like kind of going deeper, as people will often say. Um, We had a great experience. And one of the the topics that came up during that time um, that we thought was just really important for everybody to know, not just for the people in our summer school, was this idea um, that you are a theologian, that every Christian is a theologian. Yeah. And, and Pastor James, before you dive in, I just want to say, I remember when you were talking about this during our time, I remember even sensing in my spirit that I was like, that's good. Like, that's, that's something that everybody needs to hear. And so we wanted to talk about it here. And so uh, what Pastor James is going to talk to us about today, he's kind of not answering your question, just talking about a concept that, that everyone, whoever's listening to this, you need to know this. Um, that you are a theologian, and we want to help you be a good one. And so uh, get us kicked off today, Pastor James. Uh, What is theology? Let's start there. So just very simply, I just want to pull out just a verse in John chapter 4 when Jesus is talking to um, a woman of Samaria, and he says this, The hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So very simply, theology is the study of God or the things of God. And I, and I highlight that verse because in it, Jesus recognizes the importance of, of understanding God in a true way. And we would say a true way is understanding God from a biblical perspective, right? And so there's this, this disparity in our culture between uh, how I feel is my own truth, right, versus the Bible, which is very countercultural, in which it says it makes a radical claim to the truth, saying it possesses truth alone about God and about Mm. things like salvation and about this world. And so theology understands the importance of the fact that God alone defines sort of truth in this world. And and he has a perspective on life and on the things that we do and on this world. And that's important for us to to know and understand that. And so Mm. theology just very simply is seeking to understand uh, God's perspective on these things as defined by the scriptures, by the Bible that we study and know and worship God through. I love it. Um, yeah, it's like kind of like you were saying once where it's like whatever you think about marriage, like your opinions on marriage, that's theology, right? And, you know, whatever, whatever you think about what is right and what is wrong, what is sin, what is not, that's, that's theology. And you're being a theologian as you're making those decisions. And so, um, okay, so that's theology. But uh, why do you think people resist the idea of studying theology or doctrine? Because, you know, you can imagine that doesn't seem like a super popular thing in the mainstream as terms. I want to learn theology and doctrine. So uh, why do we often resist that, Christian and non-Christian alike? Well, two, two reasons. One um, is sort of an easier thing to explain. It's just hard. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard. <laughs> it's deep. Uh, there, yeah, there's deep, there's big words, there's 
church history. There's words like Calvinism, Arminianism. There's words like sanctification. And, and you know, we're, we're already busy enough. And so this idea that, that we have to understand all these things can be very, very difficult for us. So that would just be number one. Uh, sometimes we resist theology because we think it's difficult. And in some ways it, it is, but it doesn't always have to be. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. So that would be number one. Number two is uh, this is coming really, I think, from... Um, from good intentions, um, someone might say something like, well, I don't really need doctrine. I don't really need to understand theology. Theology often divides people. It all, often causes arguments and debates. All we really need is Jesus, right? And so I think that's a really well-intentioned thought that sounds great until you put it into practice, right? So uh, R.C. Sproul is a, a Christian author, and he had a great response to this sort of uh, objection to theology. He says, well, who is Jesus, as soon as you start to answer that question, you're in theology. It's unavoidable. Like you were saying, anytime I talk about God, I'm saying something theological, right? Anytime I talk about marriage, that's theology. When I talk about sin, that's theology, right? Because the Bible has a perspective on these things. And a lot of times what Jesus was doing as he talked with the Pharisees was he was correcting bad theology, bad doctrine about who he was. And so obviously these things are very important to God. It's important for us to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. There's a book, uh, excuse me, a verse in Hosea that says that we should press on to know the Lord. And, and pressing on to know the Lord includes our heart and our obedience to him, but also includes our mind to understand that you know, amazing truths that God is Trinity. He exists as God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And this is an amazing truth that we should press into. And, and oftentimes, knowing theology well and, and studying these things can lead us into so much deeper worship of the Lord. And so, awesome. And so, it's funny, as you're, as you're saying this, you know, I'm like, I feel like you're making a very good case. And I think that I'm like, okay, yeah, anyone that's listening to this and open-minded, like, okay, I, I get it. I'm a theologian. I'm making theological decisions for my life and what I think reality is. But I can already hear the objection right now. Okay, okay? I can already hear got? the objection, right? People say things, because I think we have a very form, we still have in a lot of us a very formalized understanding of theology. People say, okay, so I'm a theologian. I need to learn theology, but I can't go to seminary. I've got three kids. I'm past that stage of life. I can't afford it. I've got a job. It's not going to, you know, I can't go to seminary. Um, I can't, you know, sit in on college classes. So how in the world would I ever learn theology if I can't go to seminary? Well, number one, um, my which, 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 by the way, seminary for those listening, seminary is kind of like Christian college for learning the Bible. Some people might not know that, but yeah, right. So for some of my seminary professors, if they're listening to this, they may choke up their coffee, but. <laughs> I don't recommend that you go to seminary. I don't think that you need seminary. Um, as someone who's gone through it, you I heard it, it here can, first. It can, <laughs> it can be very good, but I think for your your normal. Did you Christian, go to seminary? I did go to seminary. <laughs> graduated last semester, but uh, but but for your normal uh, Christian, you don't need yeah. seminary. And I think the problem with seminary sometimes is it creates like a two class Christianity where there are professional Christians who get the schooling and they, they know the right things and they're the ones who, who feel like they're in authority when, when reality, um, it's all about obedience and faith and recognizing that like you can come to these conclusions about theology without coming to seminary. And so yeah. if you're just a regular 
Christian out there, meaning you're not a professional pastor, you're, you're just someone out there who, who loves Jesus, who knows that they're a theologian, and they, they want to grow in that. Number one, uh, we've said it before uh, in our Sunday services, but number one, invest in a good study Bible. Oh. And, and we recommend here um, the ESV hardback study Bible. Pre- preach it. Pastor preach John it. Uh, recommends that Get all the you time. you an ESV study Bible. You're an idiot if you don't have one. <laughs> Let me not. Uh, and we say that in total I'm love. To but um, so, so an ESV study Bible is, is so great because what you get in that Bible is you have um, a good translation of the Bible, number one. ESV is a good translation of the Bible. But then at the bottom um, of each page, you'll have some commentary yes. from scholars on verses. It, expl- you know, it explains like every verse in the Bible. Every verse, what does it mean? It'll tell you what it right, means. Right. You come across that verse, you're like, I have no idea what I just read. Like you I, read that paragraph. I, I do what to the calf? It's, it's like, yeah. Right. You go to the bottom and there's commentary commentary on that. And we've heard so many good reports from people in our church who have sort of taken that step, yeah. bought that thing, and, and have, have been, man, I understand so much more now. And let me yeah. give a caveat. This Bible is not the Bible that you bring to church with you. It's not the Bible you bring to school with it's you. It's a reference, yeah. Yeah, it, or to work with you. Yeah. I mean, if you want to lug that thing around, you can, and just smash that on your desk, and people may <laughs> ask you about it, but they might think you're weird. This is the Bible that stays at home, that stays next to your armchair where you read the Bible, mm. um, and it's where you dig into it. So I, I I recommend that you get that. And then after like a sermon on Sunday, look up that passage in the Bible in the week and, and, and read about it. The, as you do this more and more, you're going to grow in your understanding of the Bible. Uh, number two, I love how you mentioned summer school because my second recommendation for someone who wants, sort of wants to grow in theology is take advantage of resources offered at your church, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's preaching, small groups, whether it's like extra classes. And you mentioned this summer school class that we offered, which uh, was 30 people yeah. going through a systematic theology class. And in that class, you had new people you had veteran Christians, people newer to the faith, and we learned about the Trinity, about sin, about what is the old covenant, what is the new covenant, what's the meaning of the cross, what, what's the evidence for the resurrection. I mean, mm. people were just eating these things yeah. up, right? Because it's good for us to know more about the faith, right? And so some people were very intimidated to dive in theology because they think, man, I have to know everything right up front, but it really doesn't work that no. way, right? Theology is something that's learned over time. We soak yeah. it up over time. We learn more and more over time. And so really, if you want to press into theology and what it is, invest in a good study Bible and take advantage of the resources. So many great resources on the internet, so many great theology books, um, which I can recommend at the end of this podcast, but do those two things and you will grow. Yeah, and man, I, that's so good because I think what people don't realize is like we live in a time where probably in the history of the world, there has never been a time where, where an average layperson member of a church can be a equipped and trained theologian. All the resources from the study Bibles. I mean, like, I mean, 500 years ago, the Bible wasn't even printed, you know, right. it wasn't even distributed. And so like, um, we live in a day where anyone that really wants to grow in theology can easily do so uh, with minimal investment. So I think that's a great thing to do. So, uh, okay. So, but, but, but here we have to say this though, because I think that we, as pastors, we also maybe see things and have seen things kind of occur in pattern that maybe other people are not aware of. So we want to kind of give you some heads up with some, some things you can expect. And one of the questions that's important to think about is like, so you talk about the importance of theology in Christianity in our life. Is it possible though, to take it too far? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Emphatically, yes. You can Absolutely. take it too far. Um, man, it, it's possible um, to know things academically yeah. without rooting them in your heart. 
And yeah. um, there's even there's uh, there's some books out and some resources out about even for people going in seminary. And there's books that are like how to stay Christian in seminary, literally, because <laughs> it's it's possible to get so. Uh, and absorbed in some of this like head knowledge that we miss the heart knowledge. And so um, if you do that, some of the perils of taking theology too far, I see two really bad paths you can take. And both of them are equally bad, and both of them we need to sort of watch out for as we seek to study and, theology. And this, listen, if you're listening, this is really good right here. I got the outline. This is, this is good stuff Thank right you, John. Listen, Thank listen you, John. So you. number one is arrogance. Yeah. Number one is arrogance, is pride, right? Because it's very easy as you're learning more, as you're growing more, you're going to recognize that there are other people who, who maybe not know as much as you on this topic. And maybe you get into conversations with them and you begin to sort of elevate yourself a little bit, right? So I, I know about this better than this person. Let me school this person. Let me teach this person, right? And this is exactly where the Pharisees were at, yeah. right? They had all this head knowledge, but they did very little. And yeah. so this is sort of the, the number one peril to me for knowing too much theology is that you get so academically rooted that like it all becomes theory and none of it practice, right? Yes, so that would be absolutely. number one, arrogance. And John, you can speak to that in a second. But number two is sort of an equally perilous path. And that's just confusion, right? It leads mm. you into confusion. Oh, you got all these words. You get sidetracked on like ancillary Everything's a issues, debate. Yeah. right? Everything's a debate. And you miss the whole point of the faith. Yeah which is knowing and loving Jesus Christ and recognizing the power of the Holy Spirit in your life, right? Mm. So it's very easy as you study theology to get very confused. What about supernatural gifts? What about mm. election? So you get into these things that really we don't really know the answer to. There are some mm. things in Scripture that are totally clear, right? Jesus yeah. is the way, the truth, and the life. And there are other things that God just doesn't speak on as much because he doesn't think they're as important for us to know in this life. Now, he'll answer questions in the future, in heaven, but in this lifetime, there are some main things we need to know. Well, yeah, and I think when we were in summer school, one of the things that we always were really kind of encouraging people to do, and the reason why I think the best place to learn theology is in the church and not like in a school, mm-hmm. is because it roots you in the practice of the faith. I mean, the church comes together because we're trying to like live out love together. We're trying to grow together and help people together, right? And the bad thing about seminary, I think, and though, though, I mean, we both have seminary degrees and we both went down the academic route and there's a lot of good that comes from it. I will say it, it can be a good thing to do, but it kind of removes a lot of the, um, the study and theology from the actual practice of it. It's like, right. come over here and we'll teach you all the things you need to know, right? But go back to your church and practice it or whatever. And so I think there's a danger there when you break it apart. And the same thing in the life of a Christian when like, if you break apart what you're learning from what you're doing, um, the Bible talks about being puffed up. Right, And it's ironic that something that's supposed to make you more loving can thus make you more prideful, yeah. thus being more unloving. And so I think that everything that we learn, like if you, if you learn a bunch of things that you're not planning on doing or, or if learning about the Trinity and God and the depths of the faith don't help you love God and love people more, um, then it's not rooted in what it's supposed to be about. And so you can take it too far, but it's still a good thing to do. So, well, hey, man, I, I really appreciate this, uh, your thoughts on this. I think it's really, really important. But um, as always, any final thoughts, anything you want to leave us with as we think about this? A few things. Um, number one, theology can either be a terror or a joy. And mm-hmm. I think making theology a joy is, is pressing in and knowing God more. Like I said, if you press in and, and don't seek to understand the Trinity, but seek to worship God through your understanding of that, then I think it leads to just so much deeper worship as you know your Savior better. And so that's the number one goal of theology is faith 
obedience and worship of God, right? So that's number one. Uh, number two is just if you're looking for some like very easy resources, I mentioned the ESV Study Bible, but you can also pick up one of my favorite books of uh, theology is Wayne Grudem's mm. Systematic Theology. Um, he's got a longer version, and then he also has a shorter version. Mm-hmm. And so you can pick up either one of those. You can just Amazon it. Um, Wayne Grudem's Systematic Theology. That'll take you through some of the major themes of the Bible, and they're very short, easy chapters to understand. They don't speak academically, or they don't use that kind of language. So uh, find that resources, uh, resource and use that resource. And I kind of wanted to end with just a, a quote by um, a pastor, and he says, uh, we are called by God to do theology. That is to live our lives with a moment-by-moment consciousness of God. Mm. So really, we need to recognize that theology involves all of my life. It involves my family. It involves my work, my church. Um, involves my heart and, and just recognizing that theology can be an avenue where we worship God and using it as such can bring a lot of joy in life. Awesome. Hey, Pastor James, thank you so much for investing in us and helping us um, become more aware of such an important concept that we're all theologians. As always, um, if you have a question for the podcast, we'd love to get your question on the podcast. Just uh, email us at info at uh, But until then, we'll see you soon.